When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. tell us but we don't show prep so <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, yeah. No, I just barely make it in <laughs> you know I'm sure you can tell but we don't show <laughs> I mean let's, let's, let's put the cards down on the table here Me hurricanes, yeah. You know the name already. It's Merced. Ha ha. It's a six red cane show. Can't forget the name, though. Got jazz, blue vision, DJ, break the game code. Ain't no changing up, ain't no breaking up. Real port alive from the Hall Ride Stadium. Ball 14 for the orange or green. We see the six red champs. It's more than a dream. This is life on the field. Beyond a hundred yards, a hurricane that's never still put a damage to the squad. The six red cane show. The six red cane show. The six rings cane show. You know. What's wrong with us? We're Miami Hurricanes fans. Welcome to the Six Rings Cane Show, a show dedicated to Miami Hurricane sports, featuring the legendary Larry Bluestein, Jazz Santana, Vish, and Danny Gillette. Let's go, Canes. Mark, right? It's the biggest problem that, <laughs> you know, Canes fans and everybody is talking about is the lackluster, uh, to put it lightly, performance of um, TVD in this game. Tyler Van <laughs> Uh, uh, I, I'm gonna put it this way: He just he the, he looks like there's something going on that's more than just him not playing well. Like there's something going on there with with Tyler Van Dyke that we don't know about because you can't go from playing the way you did those those first four games of the season and regressing so badly. And I know Vish, you and I spoke about this. This is probably the worst game that he's played. Although there's been <laughs> I mean, he threw three interceptions recently. He had some really – but he also made some some really nice throws. This one, I mean, there was maybe one or two throws that he made that was that were nice. That, I think it was that in route on Kobe for Kobe Young. Um, and that post-corner, that corner route to, to X, right? Those were kind of like the plays that stand out to me. Uh, aside from that, it was just like 
misread after misread. We're talking about throwing it to double coverage. Not only to X, okay? Let's, let's just call it what it is, right? He did threw it, it to everybody. He did it to everybody. Jacoby George, Kobe Young. He did it to all of us. <laughs> However, my thought process is, again, because I'm, you know, uh, you know I'm, I'm cynical this way. I think that some of those throws that he threw to Jacoby and to Kobe Young uh, that were double covered, that were just terrible throws. I'm not even talking about the interceptions, right? Because that first interception, I know he had some other guys open, but everybody is right. X was open on that. He just underthrew it. He completely underthrew it. Was, it was it is so like I would say that's very throws. distinct from what we've seen from him, which is he does that. He does that. A lot of his interceptions are he doesn't see the underneath defender. I mean, this thing he just underthrew it by like. 15 yards. He, like he he missed... If he throws it to the pylon, it's a touchdown. Yeah, and I, wow. I don't think I've seen him physically. The other interception, however, was exactly was, was what you would call textbook TVD interception. TVD throws it. Uh, we didn't see Forces it, it into coverage. With the and, then, was, and, and look, to be honest with you, defenses know this now. Cornerbacks know this. They're going to bait him to do that. And, if, and he continues to make that mistake. If he doesn't fix that, then, you know, there's something wrong there. It's not a matter of him just – Oh well, he you know he didn't know, man. You gotta fix that, or you're gonna get the hell out, hell off the field, right? Like to me, you know, it's a little bit more than just oh, he's only throwing it to X. Now he maybe he's trying to make a point to say, look, I don't always throw it to X, and now he's making the wrong reads anyways, just to kind of prove a point. And that to me is 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 textbook again of of, of, a, of a player who is not mentally in the game, right? He's 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 doing things that you shouldn't be doing on the football field and that he should know not to be doing, right? So he's, he got lucky on that last – on that throw that he threw into double oh, yeah. coverage on that interception that they dropped. You know, that could have been the game right there. So you, you got to wonder, okay? And, and and the truth of the matter is that a lot of people are going to ask this question. I want to – I'm going to go the opposite way. I'm going to start with DJ on this. A lot of people are asking this question, well, if TVD is going to continue to make these type of mistakes – in a football game, what is going? What is the difference between starting him the rest of the season and seeing these turnovers and starting a, a, a new kid, a freshman, again, an Emory Williams, right? Because obviously well, we'll talk about Jakari Brown in a second. But starting Emory Williams, him potentially making these mistakes as well and us running the same execs. Because at this point, I don't think Shannon Dawson is trusting TVD enough. And we saw it there at the end of the game as well. You've got 25, 30 seconds on the clock an opportunity to maybe take some shots down the field and maybe get in the field goal range. I, again, at, at the same time, that's why it was the right move for <laughs> for Mario to kneel there, to take the knee and go into overtime. But you, you got to think, are they losing their are they losing their trust in TVD to make these plays? Are we going to go conservative? And that's, if that's the case, why not, why not start, you know, getting Emory in there to get some more burn? I know it's going to be tough to get him in a night game on the road against an NC State team. He's played in a night game. I know it was at home against Clemson, another tough team. But talking about, you know, seeing the same exact thing, you, you want to see the growth, and you might you might see him develop into something really good. At this point, I don't think you're going to ruin Emory Williams if you bring him in and start him. What's your take on what's going on with TBD right now, DJ? Do you do you foresee them? potentially making a, a, a switch do you think that they should what do you think is going on and, and how much how much more of a leash are you going to give tvd i have to say the performance on saturday was was a little startling to be honest with you because like like you guys mentioned earlier when you look at how he performed at the beginning of the season 
and how he's performing right now, he's there's definitely some sort of regression there. It's hard to pinpoint exactly why or not not why as in what we see on the field, but we don't know what's going on in his head or anything like that, but there is something not right, you know, going on with Van Dyke. And, you know, it's it's kind of interesting just to see, you know, like like again, you guys said earlier, he's supposed to be a leader of this team and yet he is struggling, you know, on the field to make the big plays and to be counted on right now. And I think I'm not sure if we should start Emery the rest of the way or anything like that, but I do think Emery's ceiling obviously is a little bit higher and they can have a chance to develop him and maybe put Miami in a better position for the future than they can with Van Dyke right now. I mean, Van Dyke, you know, he is what he is at this point. I mean, there is room for improvement. There's always room for improvement, but I mean, you look at you look at the potential of Emery Williams versus Tyler Van Dyke ceiling right now. You know, there's a lot more to go, you know, go and grow with in in Williams than there is Van Dyke. So, although it may seem a little bit crazy to kind of favor Williams over Van Dyke in some circles, I I wouldn't be mad if they chose to go in that direction. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I think um I think what we need to do is maybe get to some of these questions and have Blue and Vish answer them if you want on the timeline here. Um I know and some of these comments, um, you know, Kenty I know writes T V D football IQ is lacking. Um uh, I don't know if you can see that there, Vish. Um uh, TVD is not stepping into his throws. Uh, and then Pimp Down says, Blue, I was a big fan of TVD two years ago. Obviously, he won't get drafted. Uh, do you think Miami will let him come back next year, especially after this offseason with the rumors of him transferring? That's I know somebody else has that question as well down here. So we can kind of get that get to that right away. Blue, let's say, hypothetically, TVD decides he wants to return again. Would he be your starting quarterback at Miami next year? He ain't coming back. SMU is where he'll go. Um, he ain't coming back. Okay. Why, why would you, you know, you'll never progress. You'll never get a quarterback again. If you know, I could see them getting a portal kid for the year just to ease in and just to be there as a safety net. But you know what? It's time. Move on. Go to UConn, go to SMU, go somewhere where, you know, a new start. That's I'm not being, I'm not being I just, I was so angered in that first half. I mean, you know, I, I didn't even eat the hamburgers. I was so angered. You know what I mean? What? You didn't eat the hamburgers? No, they were pretty damn dry too. But... Uh, <laughs> the offense was too. Yeah. Well, I went in there and <clears throat> I have, I was sitting there talking, you know, talking to Marcus <clears throat> Benjamin and Frank Tucker who were up there. And I said, I cannot for the life of me believe that this guy is regressing in front of our eyes. He had no confidence in himself at all. I mean, this wasn't him earlier this year. This wasn't him last year. I mean, you know, last year, if he didn't have anybody, he'd throw it towards the ground. He wouldn't throw it in somebody else's hands. And they went to the, they targeted the tight end one time. One time. What happened to the, oh, yeah, you're going to love this new offensive coordinator. Oh, three. 
Three. He had two catches in a drop, McCoy. Oh, okay, the drop ball. <laughs> so three times. What happened to, oh, yeah, the new offensive coordinator, his his tight end caught 87 balls last year. You know how I feel about that. I'm not happy about that at all. Yeah, no, I know. I mean, Elijah Arroyo got in there and had pretty much as bad of a sequence as he can have. Ball started, yeah. whipped on a block, yeah. and got injured. So, I mean, <laughs> um, it, not, not great. I'm not trying to be, you know – I know that you know how how delicate the uh, Miami fans can be sometimes because they're six and two, but come on, let's be real. Yeah, I, I mean Miami, in all due respect, should have should have won that game by nineteen if you had a quarterback who had his wherewithal. This guy just doesn't have it. But I yep. kept thinking if they pull him, they're gonna lose. They may lose the well, team in this game. So my my thing is with all that time that you have with that offensive <laughs> line. And you're still not making the right reads. You're still not making your, your the right checks and, and throwing the ball to the right place, or or just throwing a bad ball. There's got to be more than just him. No, I'm, I'm sure know, there's more to it, Jazz. Well, well, this, right? but yeah. also I, I think so to to kind of answer some of Jazz's questions and some of what's going on in the chat. I I would I would say that he should continue to start. Um, Emory Williams is one more game away for burning his red shirt, and you got to really think about whether that's worth it at this point. Right. Um, and if unless TVD gets hurt again, and or are they, I certainly wouldn't put Emory Williams in a garbage time of a blowout at this point. Not worth burning it for that. But right. Um, the other the other thing is like the players know who's better right now, and you're the way to lose a locker room is to put in a young player because they're young. They got to go earn the spot and. There's no way he's practicing better than TBD. He's th- he knows the playbook better. Like the whole team knows that we are six and two, and it almost feels like a give up on the season if you go to the back. We're gonna put the young guy in there to get experience. You're six and two. Like I think the season has to come off the rails before you want to do something like that. And it's actually gone the other direction. Oddly, with these two over, it could it could easily be four and four right now if you lose those two overtime games. They're having a different discussion. But I think look, they gotta coach him. Like, this is – you know what? Throw the ball away. If no one's open. Like, so yeah, many – as Melissa said, that's he's sitting in the pocket. That's him. He's going to have that instinct to do yeah. it, right? Well, that, but I mean, that's also coaching. Like Boston, it's okay. Boston can tell you so much. But we don't be able to do it on the field. But, but at some point, you know, it's, it's got, he's got to be coached. Just, just throw the ball away. Like, that – that's set, the second you know, interception. You him that, though? That's my point. Like you know, I don't know. He's always – like, he gets into trouble – most of these, the, the 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 second pick and the one that should have been picked that they dropped were all. He's as everyone to said, too much. Yeah, well, but he also he had a lot of time in the pocket. But if no one's coming open, because those two plays there wasn't really anyone open. I think I think that's where his leg injury. Maybe he's not comfortable doing that. Just throw the ball away, especially that that second one, the one that was caught. That was third and ten or whatever. We had good field position from the from the kick return. Yeah. Just punt it and pin him deep. You're fine. We we were ahead at that point. And so he forced it into coverage and gave him the field position back. Um, I had an irritating one. I have a voice or I have one because I still think it's, I think it's irritating right now. So I don't know what the past tense is doing there. Um, don't be picking on us. Pick on Miami. We're <laughs> oh, no, you can pick on me. I don't give a shit. Why should he? You sound great. You sound great. Our voices are tired from well, streaming. I'm with your point, That's what though, I was listening to you. Professional, professional broadcaster here. There you go. Let's <laughs> hey. go on with your point. You were anyway, like, yeah, no. I think... He tells you that he sucks. You better listen to it. Oh yes, I'll listen to him. Put in shit. Yeah, yes, I'll, I'll listen to him. Um, 
We still love him, bro. But no, but we're, 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 we're no, but I do think I do think if he can't run, because if you recall, one of the things he did his first year starting under Lashley is he had a lot of scramble plays. In fact, against Virginia, he had a couple of big runs in that game where Borgallis, like complete reverse of this game. TVD brought the team back and almost won. Then Borgallis blew it by missing a field goal at the end. It was like the opposite, opposite that game two years ago. Um, uh, and uh, and so that that is so so for that. Um, yeah, I think you just got like make the safe play, make the smart play, or throw it away. And I think he's still trying to make too many plays because the way we can run the ball, the way our offensive line is playing, I think he's still in that mentality that he has to carry the offense and yeah. he just needs to manage the game. And the mistake, like again, the X throw, I have no issues with the interception on it. Just th- you gotta throw a more accurate ball. If you scheme a receiver open within five yards of the end zone, you gotta throw it there and you gotta hit it. Right. To me, that That's was an arm. Er- that was an arm error. Yeah. But the but the other ones like don't just eat the ball, throw it away. It's fine. Live to play another down, and or even to punt. That, even if you're to... experienced enough that you have yeah. to be able to know, you have to throw the ball away. Like you're mentioning yeah. this, right? Yeah, I don't. Or, I don't recall him throwing the ball away. Yards, get a few yards with your legs. I know he's. Probably he didn't throwing. throw the ball away. Yeah, I don't recall him throwing the ball away. He threw the ball away, but right <laughs> to, 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 to the defense. <laughs> also, yeah, like, and, but, and, go ahead, Bish. But, no, no, that that was all I was gonna say. Like, be no, that was a great point, though. You, you, that was a good you point. Know, you got to be a lot more mature. That's for damn sure. And yeah. I'm wondering if there's certain <laughs> offensive plays where you know, back when I used to sit in my college team's quarterback meetings. Granted, we're not Miami, but still, we had something called gift reads, where if a receiver wasn't open, there would be a little bit of a safety valve, a, a gift receiver, where a quarterback could check down and you know, make a safe read that wouldn't, you know, get him into trouble via an, an interception or, or whatever. They're and and they are there. I'm just wondering why he's not making those throws. And he's yeah. got the time, DJ. Oh, it's not has, like yeah. he doesn't Absolutely. have the time. Absolutely. But oh, yeah. I'm just, and that's like, the problem, right? You have the time. Make all your reads and then hit your check down if you don't like what you see out there. Right. Back in, our, back in our meetings, we used to always emphasize if something's not there, there's the gift read, throw it there. I'm wondering – if there's a disconnect on Van Dyke's part, either not listening or not getting, you know, what is going on in those meetings, because there was always this stress to throw to the gift if there's nothing there. And I'm wondering if there's like some sort of disconnect there, because it's got to be hammered home during these meetings. Look, everybody hears, everybody hears the noise, right? Yeah. Uh, and you got to block it out. And I just don't think he's doing a good job of doing that. Yeah, right. The other thing is, is to, to DJ's point, like, He's just he's forcing too much. This was the first game where he also like yeah. like you said, Jazz earlier, he made the one throw to Colby on, but there were very few. And then on actually on the last field goal drive, he dropped the ball right into X. That was like a huge throw. Right. Like that was the best throw of the night. Yeah, but like even against we talked about the Georgia Tech game, he hit two deep balls in that game. He made a bunch of throws that you're like, all right, you know, he's playing like crap. There's a, about three or four throws he made in this game that like no other quarterback on the team can make. We didn't really have that. Against it was all crap. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think I've seen him play that bad. Like usually he's like, man, those five. Like even against North Carolina, some of those throws yep. he was making, especially in the first half, were like Jesus. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for one twenty nine each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 
Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. The thing that boggles my mind about this is you would think that Sunday and Monday that Dawson would say, hey, let's get a couple of pizzas. Me and you going to go watch all the game film. And we're going to go over every single play and what you could have done. And I'm surprised they don't do it. And now, I mean, I'm sure that people, oh, well, maybe they do. Well, if they're doing it, they're not doing it right. It's because you know, up. if yeah. you watch an entire game and break down every single play, and Dawson said, wait, stop this. Okay, this play you threw right in the coverage. What else could you have done? And that I'm gets sure it in his mind. That, right? Don't you think they're doing that? And he's just not getting that's that. why I think there's some and sort there's of a disconnect problem. There's a problem. Yeah. I agree. I agree. There is a problem. <laughs> there's some sort of disconnect somewhere in my but I'm just saying, Danny, something, uh, yeah. DJ. I'm just saying to get those two guys. I don't want anybody yeah. else in that yeah, room. Yeah, yeah. Just those two guys. You know, I, I don't need the input from a second or third team quarterback. I want you two in that room. Two just hours. go at it, watch right. every clip and say, Hey, you know what? Right here, you see where you made that read right, right there? You and look at your you're not you gotta have confidence in your offensive line. We have one of the best offensive lines are providing that opportunity for you to do your progressions, which that was like a, a crazy word the last two years. Progressions. Let me just find one guy, you know. Now you could you could really go through your progressions. And that's why I'm saying there's no need to throw a, yep. a long ball into where there's four other shirts that aren't yours. Yep. Uh, I want to answer this question really quick from Anthony Vich, uh, Anthony Mendez. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just posted up here. So if TVD leaves, I'm almost sure Jakari um, will be transferring. So we have to go to the portal to get an experienced quarterback to battle Emory. Here's they will. Um, first of all, I don't. I I don't think Jakari is leaving. I think that. This red shirt is on purpose. The, the, the coaching staff and this team is red shirting Jakari. I, I, he he actually wants to be red shirted. Okay, and let me explain some. It's weird to say that, but right now, if he wasn't going to be red shirted, he'd be he, uh, he'd be the number two quarterback. Now, there's certain things that I can't explain, I can't answer because I don't know enough of. And if I knew more, I probably wouldn't say it anyways because. The, the, the bottom line is J- Jakari Brown is being redshirted for a reason. He's being – there's something going on there with him that's, um, you know, uh, it, it's a, spe- a specific project, I assume, uh, that, you know, this K- Kings coaching staff has going on. But I'm going to be honest with you. I think that Jakari's skill set – I'm not saying he's ready for it or he – you know, a lot of people are saying, well, he can't make the throws. And, you know, but Jakari's skill set – would fit perfectly for this offense right now. The way that things are going, you got to have someone with legs, some someone that can, that can get out of the pocket and run a little bit if he doesn't see anything open, right? So I think that that he would be a great fit. Um, I, but I know he's working on some other things, and I know they're going to redshirt him. So everybody needs to stop wondering if they're going to get Jakari in because he's not going to play this year. There's got to have to be something monumental where Emory Williams can't play and. See what he can't play for Jakar to get in. Yeah, and, and they actually addressed that today, how they're trying to preserve both red shirts with the priorities preserving yeah. Jakari's, which is why he's not going to, to play, like you said, unless complete emergency like the other two guys go down. Um, so they they talked about that openly today. Um, so that's that. I uh and I and I still think blue, I agree with you. I still think that they're either going to excuse me, they're either going to get another blue chip quarterback, which is gonna be tough because they'd have to flip someone 
there is a lot of talk and a lot of rumors out there of a you know a couple different guys that are you know uh, being recruited heavily 2024 kids that are recruited elsewhere um, that are blue chip quarterbacks but there's also some big time uh, transfer portal prospects as well that uh, I know that blue knows a few of them uh, you know I've kind of spoken to some guys about some other ones that you know as soon as they they kind of start coming out a little bit it would be nice um, but we'll kind of leave that for you know we've got a, a, another month and a half before uh, the transfer portal opens I think <laughs> you've got you've got uh, uh, you've got recruiting uh, the national signing day coming up in about a month and a half so you got a lot of things coming up very soon I think Miami is is, is keyed in on some big time names. So uh, I definitely want to get to that. But before we get to that, let's talk about the schedule. I know we've been talking about well, it. Just, just real quick, there's a couple of questions in the chat. Oh, there's so, okay. so um, yeah, he does have – Jakari can play four games. They made yeah. it pretty clear today. They don't want him to take any snaps this year. Right. I think that's – But you're also talking about four games plus a bowl game, remember, so that would be five. Yeah, so. but I think I think they they, they don't want – and then it sells Matacha third string. No. Um, Matacha's not here, no. It is. It is. No, he's at it, UTSA. Isn't yeah, it? he he's not here anymore. But but Jakari is the third stringer. They right. will the emergency. He will play. And, he will play if they have. I think I, I just answered this, but I think by the time Pimp sees the audio, it, here's the audio. It, the comments are on. It's all the comments are not in sync with us talking. But yeah, that's all good. Address that. They just don't want. They they want him to. As Jazz said, there's a plan for him to work on things, and they don't want to put him in the game. There's a plan, and uh, we just gotta, you know, uh, let it let it play out. You know, the truth is, at, at this point, I'm still trusting uh, this coaching staff to make the right decisions. They've done a great job this year. I think that people need to realize that we're <coughs> six and two, and, and there was a lot of question marks, a lot of things. And this coaching staff, I think, for for the mistake that they have made, have also done an, a hell of a job this year uh, with this team and, and developed this team. And you're starting to see it uh, in the young guys. The young guys are absolutely incredible especially you know obviously we've already mentioned Ruben Bain a gazillion times and I said someone someone wrote here and said name a better defensive end than Ruben Bain in the NCAA right now he's up there I don't know if he's the best yeah there's there's guy, a few but he's up there there's some there's some guys that are you know, studs right now so um but he's up there with them and that says a lot you know, Francis Manoa of course is another one that is going to get some accolades there's some other guys um, the, the chat has been hijacked and turned into a war zone oh of stupidity oh, and you well, can one guess at who did it um you know I, and I don't I don't understand why we're all making fun of uh, of the bowl game I mean first of all we're bowl eligible and we have four games left yeah. right now I mean we're talking about potentially a really good bowl game if uh, you know if we can if we can win a few more games and and you know, and continue to control our destiny in the ACC. Uh, it's a possibility that you can make a, a New Year's Six Bowl. So I think that, you know, right now we just need to focus one game at a time. Uh, we've got NC State coming up next week, which, which we'll talk about later tonight on the podcast. But uh, another good game, an 8 o'clock game against a top 30 defense in the country, is not going to be easy. And so Miami and the offense are going to have to scheme up something really good. And, uh, and, you know, and I think that, that Miami will be okay, but it's a tough environment, 8 o'clock game, a night game away on the road. Uh, it's a tough place to play. I know Vish will be out there at that game, yeah. and some of our listeners and watchers will be out there as well. So, but 6-2, and two, hell of a season so far for Miami. Played in some big games, won some big games. And uh, I think right now, you know, it's it's just it's just a matter of going one and zero every. As cliche as it sounds, as as cliche as it is, you got to go one and zero every game, every week. 
And that's that's all you got to worry about. You can't worry about FSU in two weeks. Got to worry about NC State first. Then you go to <laughs> forget about it. That's that's the way it's got to be. The Six Rig Kane Show. The Six Rig Kane Show. The Six Rings Kane Show. You know. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.